Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the movie Mission Impossible, one minute at a time. I'm Chris. I'm Jonathan. I'm Rob. I'm George. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we did it. They're going to be so fooled. I, I, like, I honestly didn't know who was who. So They're going to be Real- like, why is George suddenly incredibly smart and handsome? They won't understand. <laughs> why is George wearing girly ear- headphones? Shut your <laughs> and mouth. And a hoodie from... <laughs> From uh, why? Why is George wearing the Garanimals of hoodies? <laughs> <laughs> we all have kids, but none of us dress like kids, Rob. Okay? <laughs> True that. My son actually has the exact same shirt I'm wearing right now. So a, see, oh. I thought you were going to say the exact same one Rob has. Oh my on. God! If my daughter had the same hoodie, I would never let you live that down. Those those uh, dulcet tones you hear is George Hendricks from the Mogwai Minute, and that screeching high-pitched voice <laughs> is Rob Lumley from the Titanic Minute. <laughs> they are our guests this week, and they have thrown us off the rails. They've made poor Chris yep. leave more than once. Chris is quit God damn it, twice. I'm done already. Walked away. Fa- Just pulled I've his headphones out and walked away. I've had to go. No, 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 quit again. I've had to go. I've had to go run after him so many times. Oh, it's so exhausting. But uh, this minute begins with Ethan reliving the death of his entire team and ends with another camera angle of Jim falling off the Charles Bridge. I said it off mic, but this minute is my favorite minute, maybe of the third act, not of the movie, but this is my favorite minute where he pieces everything together. It's a good minute. We're at a point where. Yeah. I said it's a good minute. Okay, you're agreeing with me. Great. It is a, a good, good minute. minute. It's a good one. There's a lot to unpack on this minute. Ethan is being told by Kit about Kittredge by Jim. What's his name? Jim. Jim. Fred. Ethan's being told by Jim that Kittredge's the mole, and now Ethan is replaying in his mind his entire team and how they were murdered. He's saying it to Jim as if he's thinking about Kittredge. But we, the audience, get to see he's actually thinking about Jim killing all these people. Which Switcheroo is fascinating, right? Like I cannot think of another time I've seen that done. One of the things I had seen, and I have in my notes that I wanted to talk about this was this reminds me of uh, Usual Suspects in that this Usual Suspect came out a year before this, and I'm wondering how much of that influenced this scene. And it's not what actually happened. It's what Ethan is imagining happened. And when he thinks, no, maybe that didn't happen, it actually changes. Yeah. The Usual Suspects is the only movie that I can think of at this time that had come up with, instead of it being a flashback, most of these movies go back to the trope of they show and they show it where the, this actually happens. This is we're, we're seeing what really happened. We're not seeing what really happened. We're seeing yeah. Ethan working this out. Well, yeah, I, I love guess- that because it's sort of like an unreliable narrator, but he's piecing it together, and we see him doing it bit by bit. He's 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 he is fleshing it out because he already knows he has all the pieces together to know what he thinks really happened. But I think the only play, the only thing that really changes, which we'll find out next minute, is when he comes across a thing he doesn't find appealing. He doesn't want to think that mm-hmm. you know yeah. a certain member of the group has had a hand in this. He's fine with Jim. Well, yeah, we could we could talk about it. It's you know, it's it's he's he's imagining that Claire killed somebody on the team because Jim Jim would have needed help, but then he can't actually bring himself to believe that. So he then comes up with some excuse. So it's a it's a it's a really fun and interesting scene. You know what also did it a little bit was Clue, or at least like the VHS of Clue when I read it would have both of them at the end, or all four different versions at the end. I think. Yeah, 
But I mean, I, I guess what I'm thinking of is like the fact that he's saying one thing and thinking another thing is is a is like to be fair, you're you're asking a lot of your audience to be like, our main character is going to be agreeing, but also we're going to show flashbacks that show the total opposite. I love the fact that they just assumed, all right, you're either on board or you're not. We're doing this anyway. I, I honestly, I think it's it's very Buckle much up. a Palma thing because he he has done stuff like this in the past with like uh, blow up. Uh, sorry, yeah, blow out. Yeah. Sorry, blow out. And uh, and yeah, blow yeah. out. Blow up. Yeah, totally, different, totally movie. different movie. Totally different. Movie. Totally different movie. And then with the split screen sort of things that he did with Carrie, it's it's got a similar feel, but it's a different thing altogether. But it's got a similar feel. Uh, to this, you have a lot of menstrual blood in this minute, much like Carrie. <laughs> well, that's inside of Jim. It's just it's assumed. Uh, but yeah, I mean, even even like the Untouchables has a little bit of this in it. You know, where he's he's Elliot Ness is figuring things out. They don't do this, you know, like this where he's flashing back and stuff. But they do have uh, these sort of revelation moments in, in De Palma films as a whole. Like Body Body Double does it, I think. And this revelation, well. yeah, and this revelation minute gives us alternate shots and of the gory deaths of the entire team so you know starting in order we get to see jack being killed and impaled in the elevator okay jack Jack getting killed in the elevator now let's say you were in this situation the elevator is going up you see the big spikes come out but why are there spikes at the top of the elevator shaft i i don't know i don't know but why would you like just like why would your why would your like default behavior be like I'll just move my bottom lip around a lot? Ah. Like he doesn't move at all. He's just, uh, uh, he doesn't do anything else. The elevator's moving very fast. I mean, he's looking at it, he's just moving his bottom lip. Like just slide your. He's head, also make also an he's a tech guy. He's not a field guy. He's not. He's used to hiding and not reacting. His time is very slow. And I think no matter what, the elevator was going to run right into it. No matter what he did, if he lied down or moved over to one side, it's going to squish him. No matter what. Because of the know. convenient... My question is, at one point, does the, the uh, ample amount of blood flowing out of Jack and into the elevator below get noticed oh. by the guests? Great question. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. we talked about this. Uh, yeah, we assume it was a, a gory... Uh, a, a show, a messy show, was uh, definitely uh, happening. Because that ceiling of that elevator is a grate. It is lattice. Yeah, because he looks so, through it. Yeah. Yes. All the all the goo goes down into that elevator. The next person yeah. in it was. It's not like it even pulls up in the light fixture. It's like it's it's in that elevator. Right through. Yes, sir. And that ele- that elevator is jacked up. Chris, at, at second ten, we had had this contentious moment when we talked about what were those things at the top of the elevator. If you go to second ten, you can actually see those things. Yeah. Like very clearly. Before we weren't really seeing them. Like these are well lit because yeah. there's a giant spark that happens. I don't think Jim placed these. I don't no. think these were booby traps. They're not booby traps. They're like some sort of defense mechanism or something, and it's it's ridiculous to have. I think I think it's supposed to stop the elevator. Because <laughs> we talked about it early on, and we said it was postulated that these were uh, some sort of like unseen. No, trap. no, I think I think I think the 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 little yellow ones are for the elevator. But I think that he put in that other one because that other one comes out completely separate and he pushes a button specifically for it. What? No, he just hits a button to override yeah, the, the elevator. Thing. Yeah. And and is it just me or if you pause it at second 10, it looks very much like these things are already covered in dried blood. Oh, yeah, you may be right. Well, 
hey, this isn't their first murder. I mean, obviously, even, these, yeah. these uh, elevator claw traps are very effective. It's like the opposite of the claw thing in the grocery store. It's Well, after Die Hard came out, they, a bunch of companies were like, we need to do something about this. Elevators are, you know, yeah. <laughs> about people crawling around in vents yeah. or about... And in elevators. After all speed, of it. After all of it. Love you, Tess. Out, yeah. All those John DeBont joints. Speed in French is la vitesse, but you'd think they'd call that, but instead they call it speed. Shout out, shout out Eddie Izzard. We're, we're stuck in the 90s, obviously. <laughs> what we are. Chris, I hope you have some Polly Shore jokes no, for us no, later on God. this minute. <laughs> Here, we're going we're gonna to get into the, into the uh, son-in-law minute. That's when we're going to start bringing out. The, oh, dude, I oh, love son-in-law. Or the Encino Man minute. Oh, God, you can do that Squeeze the juice, buddy. Squeeze in the juice. <laughs> Encino Man. And Cena Man's where it's at. Betty Nugs. Ugh. All right. We see we see Jack die first, and then <laughs> horribly <laughs> with the ceiling knives, and we see uh, and we see Jack uh, Jack. We see Jim making a horrible face, like yeah, I'm gonna really get Jack, and he gets him. Well, also, I sorry, I don't want to interrupt, and I just did, but <laughs> you totally want. <laughs> Let's to not interrupt. forget that the very first part of this minute, Jim Phelps while he's talking. To Ethan, his his mouth is so salty from all the nuts that he has to take that sip of that water before he even because he's swallowing that nut he ate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that nut's not going down. <laughs> These peanuts are making me thirsty. Thirsty. <laughs> yeah. And a Seinfeld reference. Okay. Uh, Jonathan, I expect a mad about you. <laughs> Uh, Hank Azaria was great in the birdcage. That's all I got. <laughs> he was the dog walker on Mad About You. That's all I know. Okay, I'm sorry. Continue on about uh, Jim on the bridge. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yep. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next death they go to is Jim's death, and this death takes forever. We finally see what he thinks he did to fake his own death, and we see a gun with a silencer, excuse me, suppressor, and they are uh, uh, Jim is staring up at the sky, screaming and holding a gun and shooting it into the air, wearing a very well, nice isotoner glove. Like you do, a different Burlington coat too. It's a burgundy glove. You know, the, I was trying to come up with the color of that glove, and I was like, that is members only. It's really burgundy. like a burnt sienna. It's like a reddish brown. I'm like sure that umber. Rob. Rob and George and Chris, did you guys all have members-only jackets when you were uh, younger? Oh, yeah. No. Or, or Rob probably had the London Fog. He couldn't afford I, I grew up in, members I only. grew up in the north woods of Wisconsin. You think we had members-only <laughs> He wore a bear. You kidding he me? He wore a bear. When Members-only jackets in Wisconsin are what you wear in the height of summer. Like, to keep the chill If off. you were lucky, you had a starter jacket. I don't know what a starter jacket what? is. What? You don't know what a starter jacket is? It's way better than his hoodie. Oh, you shut your mouth, George. Starter jackets. <laughs> was it sports starter jackets? Yeah. Like the Raiders? Oh, those. No, st- gotcha. I thought you meant like a, your first jacket. No. Like It's a starter <laughs> jacket. Oh, man. They gave him a knife and told him, go find go find something to keep you warm. Yeah. <laughs> Out in the woods. Oh. Well, up in Wisconsin, it's like uh, it's like Chronicles of Riddick rules up there. It's just you, you like Chronicles you of Narnia, summer, exactly. winter all the time, yo. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> Guys, Shut up, is that sweat top? Is, is is the white sweat top you're wearing a starter this sweat is, top? No one even knows what you're talking about, but listeners, I look good. <laughs> I want the we, I want the I want the screenshot that did you we get do a photo this, of this for one of us to be me. Just me in this 
looking good with my Giannis shirt. Okay, guys, <laughs> I have a question. Do you think that Jack introducing the camera eyeglasses helped or almost ruined Jim Phelps' plan? I think that the second Jack said that we were going to use these, Jim's like, son of a gun. <laughs> that's why he put that big silver arm but in there, man. He planned for it. He had he he was down to like the bloody glob or like whatever, yeah. so he could like oh, it carries it. menstrual blood. He, that's why he's looking up the whole time. He's like, oh, I'm being shot, but I have so much to do, so many business. What is it with his family and collecting blood and keeping it in vials around their necks? Yeah, good his point. daughter does it. He does it. Yep. What is and going on? The thing on is, with he's not voids. even like vile, like around his neck. He's like a mason jar. He just keeps on the shelf in the bathroom. Do we know if John Voigt got along with Billy Bob Thornton? What was that like? Oh, I would love to have that seen them at Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with no, since they didn't talk, I don't think, at that time. Yeah, I don't think they talked at that oh, time. Okay. Mm hmm. I like turkey legs, uh, taters. <laughs> Like a, they talk. I think when she broke, when she left Brad Pitt, that they were talking for a while. Okay. Mm. What about when she was with Johnny Lee Miller? It's been the well, Angelina Jolie minute. Ground the podcast to a halt because <laughs> everyone Lee was Miller. thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, they all. Like yeah. It. Oh yeah, I was definitely thinking about that. Well, first, I was like Johnny Lee Miller, the star of Hackers. <laughs> and then I was like, Sick boy. I have another question. My last question <laughs> for this for the minute. whole week, really. I guarantee you that is not true. <laughs> what What was Jim doing at the Drake Hotel while the rest were in Kiev? He's nutting it. <laughs> We've talked about that. What he was doing over there was he was he prepping another team or what was he or doing? Was he, That's yeah, what we he were was. About. We think he was freelance. We think he was. Um, well, we know he was talking to Max. Now we know he was corresponding with Max over the internet. But yeah, he was probably there for either a conference. Or he was scouting another team, or he was working. Because we, we, we've decided that Jim doesn't just do this one job. He has, like, a couple other jobs. This just happens to be the team that he was going to go lead Okay, this week. La- last week, he could have been doing something else. Do you think Jim is faithful to Claire at work conferences? I do is not. Is anyone? I do not. Nope. <laughs> Although, if I were Jim, I would be like... Okay, I'm not going to push my luck here. I am no. old as Methuselah's taint meat, and she yeah. is young and French and hot. Yeah, she is. I will not mess with her. She's young up. and French and hot. Wee mm-hmm. wee. Oui, oui. And he looks like he's wearing an IMF mask all the time, but that's just his real face. <laughs> he looks like a wax figure that is in the hot room. <laughs> so, yeah, he, we see how he, how he amazingly faked his death. It's not great. It's him staring at the sky, taking out a bag of goo, rubbing it on his hands. But it worked because guess what? When you first saw this, you believed it. What? Yes, you're right. Was it real? <laughs> is it real blood? Do you think it's real blood? I don't know. He's probably a commitment to the process. It's probably is blood. like it's probably pig's blood or like the blood of an enemy or something. But wouldn't Kittredge have tested the blood? Or we are we? No, they couldn't find the body. Test. They didn't find his body. He's alive. Yeah, but he got shot. There's blood on the Charles Bridge. Yeah, but it's also a mystery Maybe it's night. He probably got yeah. washed away. All right. I'll give it that. All right. Okay. Asked and Bring answered. It. Suck it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so antagonistic. <laughs> we're, we're not making it to Friday. There's no, no way. No, there's no, absolutely not. <laughs> we're going to get deleted or booted or cryo sleep tubes are going to get turned off mid-sleep. Mid <laughs> yes. Welcome to Friday's Minute. It's just me and Jonathan. <laughs> 
Like, and, uh, oh, no. it's just, or it's just so Jonathan. Weird. Oh no, their feed, their feed broke. <laughs> Anybody have anything else they want uh, to talk yeah. about in this minute? Um, uh, George, <laughs> other than Rob, George, could you uh, could oh, you lead me drop in on the this? beat? Would you? Would you, did you happen to have uh, uh, a need for a musical intro? I absolutely do. Thanks for asking. We've got Thetans, not apps for Dayton. We've got Ingrams, not Instagrams. We've got facts that will make you say, hey, it's a Scientology fact of the day. Thanks a lot, George. Anytime, Today's Rob. Scientology fact is an important part of the Church of Scientology is the Church of Spiritual Technology. Its symbol is two diamonds, each centered in two overlapping circles. It is engraved large enough on a mountainous region of New Mexico to be seen from a high altitude. Former What? Altitude? Altitude. Robert Altitude. Altitude. Former... <laughs> Robert Altitude is one of my favorite Robert. directors. He is. I love the player. <laughs> Sorry, Rob. Carry Popeye. On. Former church member Michael Pattinson said the circles are signposts for reincarnated Scientologists who return from outer space. So, Jack, Ethan will find you. Aw, that's nice to know. Yeah. Wait, which Jack? Our Jack or your Jack? No, no, well, either Jack, Ele- I guess. Elevator Jack. All the Jacks. Yeah. Do you think when Jack, when um, when Tony Beretta comes back, Emilio Estevez, do you think his face will be okay? There's a barbecue place a few blocks from my house. <laughs> That has a signed picture from Emilio Estevez. <laughs> That's not the answer to my question. It's a more. It's more interesting, though. Well, well <laughs> let's put it this way: uh, when uh, at the end of Titanic, uh, Jack doesn't look like he's a frozen popsicle. So I guess that's yeah. You know he yeah, and and, and Rose isn't some old lady either. So no, that's a different. Well, that'll that's well, that's Rose. not a yeah that, yeah. It's a different Rose. <laughs> if you listen to the Titanic Minute podcast, you would know that that old lady She's a is liar. crazy. And, a liar. Yeah. She's a giant liar. <laughs> well, not giant. She's a tiny, shriveled liar. In, L- in a wheelchair and wearing diapers. Yeah, she smells like diapers. <laughs> and she uh, lied about poopy. going in the diapers and just waits for someone to find it. So if you're interested in, th- in uh, interesting things like that, you can go listen to Rob's podcast. He talks about that. The English-speaking he, where he Where he makes fun of an octogenarian. Is she octogenarian or is she a nonagenarian by then? Well, she's supposed to be in her hundreds, but she's played by Well, she is someone's 80s. grandmother, so she's definitely a nana generic. She's in her hundreds, but she's played by one in her 80s. Nana. Are you, are you, do you happen to be on James Cameron's hit list now? I, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, me and his <laughs> six ex-wives. <laughs> Five, I think. I've got, I, yeah, I, think he's still, I, I think he's still with Susie Amos. I've got stories from Linda Hamilton, <laughs> but I'll save it for my spot on the show. Woo! <laughs> Wait, what show? Oh, I thought you made it on our show. No, not your like, show. Yeah, we're talking about the main event, Jonathan, not the opening act. <laughs> yeah, God forbid <laughs> we talk about your show for a while we're on here. Hey, Chris, <laughs> You're on our show, exactly. Chris, uh, you have to appreciate two guests that bring their own bits and uh, don't let us talk. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, you have to appreciate what, us because what, otherwise, why are we here? Yeah. We well, it's eleven o'clock, so I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know when it's my turn to say to say something. Chris, Chris is wait. Chris is quitting again. God. Oh, have we self destructed yet? God All right, damn it, I'm done. All right, before Chris quits, we've got to talk about tech of the week. Oh yeah, tech of the week. Okay, George, do you have a song for my tech of the app? Tech of the app. Tech of the app. 
All right, Celine Dion. Just so you know, Rob closed his eyes while he was. He did. That. He got into it. He was like, <laughs> God, he's in his chest and all that stuff. <laughs> Chris, we're going to go to you first. Tech of the app. <laughs> this actually has tech. Actual yes, tech. It does. it does have tech. Uh, not tech that we, uh, it's tech that we've already talked about though. It is. Uh, well, there's a couple of things. We got, you got Jim's fancy little headset, which is always kind of fun. Yeah. At the beginning of the second, we had that. Yep. And then, uh, we, we've got the, the classes again. We're seeing those. Let's see what else we got. Oh, the blood, the IMF yep. blood. I like the IMF blood. Do you think that's part of an IMS package? Do you think? Yeah, they- I think it is. I think it's like like you know they have to have it because yeah. and I think they have pints of each person's blood in case they need it. it only it- so I'm I'm guessing that's probably his blood that he got from IMF. I, now see that's that's something I can get behind. Yeah, is yeah. Keep they have vials of their own blood in case they need to like spurt some. Yep. <laughs> All right, George. What about you? Take it the um, I'm gonna have to go with the um, terrifyingly bloodied uh, elevator spikes. <laughs> oh, that's the pre blood Because there's so many questions involving why they're there and why they already look like they have blood on them. It's uh, it's their conundrum. We've looked them up. I did my due diligence. I could find no elevator. Sh- I mean, I even went on like Reddit groups that talk about movies. Like, what's up with these spikes? No one has any ideas. Yeah, so. that's why. Like, I think they're holy for this movie, and I think they're still terrifying. Well, it is the U.S. Embassy, so it could be a trap in there that they've got for spies. That's a good idea. I think it's a spy trap, yeah. but also because it isn't too. the embassy, but also it's um they're gross and they're they're horrific and they're arcane. <laughs> I like that they're not just spikes because spikes would be too easy. These are like they have handles on they're them. Retract. They're a little bit. They're they're uh, curved. They're, they're curved. They're, they're probably made of some sort of like titanium alloy. Yeah, they have like little little uh, nubbins on the ends of them. Like they're not just points. No, David Cronenberg designed them. Another '90s reference. <laughs> All right, Rob. Uh, well, we talked about Jim Phelps and all the stuff he did in order to, to trick everyone into thinking, uh, with those eyeglasses that he was one who was shot. And the only way he could do that is by being comfortable. And the best way to be comfortable <laughs> is by wearing a new pair of me undies, me undies. <laughs> which you could get your own pair at getcomfy.in slash HT6LD. <laughs> <sighs> I'm dying. I, I, hate, I hate this so much. I'm dying so hard. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, now we just got to play it off. Like, thanks, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! <laughs> watch this! Watch! Watch! Rob is gonna. Rob's like making money on the side over here. Do you have an Amazon link that you need to promote tonight? No, that's for oh. tomorrow's tech. All right. Uh, my tech of the app <laughs> yeah, go was going to be the blood, but because Chris picked it, I'm not going to pick it. No, oh, I see how we are. I, I, I want to keep, keep it fresh. Oh, okay. Fresh. That blood was fresh. It was fresh. I'm going to go with the gun. That's with the, the only other. The suppressor? We've, only, we've only seen uh, two guns in this entire movie. Pew. George was there for the first gun, and this is the second. That we've seen so far, there will be a third gun. Jim Jim has a, Jim Phelps has a type of gun that he likes, and we'll see this gun again. Even though he does throw it over the Charles Bridge, so I guess he had spares. So that's my tech of the app. All 
I think they've worn. I think we've worn them out, Chris. I'm, Chris, we've done they're, it. They're very quiet. Time with your listeners still. <laughs> Bob <laughs> killed me with his uh, his promo code. <laughs> still recovering. I'm in a reflexive period. No refractory period. Sorry. Make sure you go and check out all those promo codes you just heard. <laughs> it's H six H T six L D. We'll have them up. We'll have them up on the impossible minute force when this episode drops. And we will not have it on our Twitter feed, which is Men Impossible. And you can also see behind the scenes of this garbage on uh, Instagram at Minute Impossible. Chris, yes. un- until tomorrow. Yes. I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. George. Rob. <sighs> this minute is self-destruct in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs>